When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this is After 9 with Scott and Kat. Hey now. Hello, friends. Kat, hey now. Oh, hello there, Scott. We're two weeks away from Boxing Day. (laughs) We are. We are, uh, hi friends, we're right into the thick of the holiday season here, Mm -hmm. and it's amazing how disconnected people are going. It's like people are unplugging every single day that we get closer to Christmas. My, I get half the people saying hi to me on Facebook in the morning that I did even two weeks yeah. ago. It's like everybody's slowly starting to check out because we're going to shut her down for a couple of weeks. Is it checking out or is it getting sick? Because I feel like that's also going around a lot right now. There's a lot of various illnesses in play. As there usually is. It's very normal this time of year. Nothing abnormal about it. But for me, it's like I coming up on the weekend, I'm hosting uh, people at my place, lots of them, and I just want to keep everyone is just stay healthy it just just it worries me how many illnesses there are this time of year might have to bring the mask back out oh no oh no but you know i mean as much as i hated those fucking masks during covid i hated that we kept it going far longer than we needed to they did kind of serve a purpose i don't think they, they did were, i don't think they were that effective but they did help stop yeah. the spread of some things yeah. and hey if i'm if i gotta do something this weekend and i really don't want to get sick I'd probably wear a mask just to minimize yeah. the chances of that happening. Yep. Now, when when somebody comes out and says, you must wear a mask, even though you're nowhere near anybody and you're outside, that's the shit I don't like. But if it's my choice, I might just do it. And just a reminder, we shouldn't shit on anybody for their personal choice. That's right. All right. I, I agree. I'm happy people are wearing masks. If, the, you, if you're not feeling well, please wear a mask, right? And stay home. And stay home. Well, stay home. But if you have to go out and grab something, wear a mask. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, sick people in this industry in particular. I don't know how we're going to staff yeah, all the I different know. radio stations <laughs> that we're on over the holidays because people are true. dropping like flies. It's true. And for us, it's like for some people, if, if you don't have a voice, you can still do your job. But that's not the case here for us on, on the microphone, right? I mean, I need to have my voice in order for me to do my job. It'd be different if I felt fine and had no voice, but I could still do it. You can't. So we have a mix right now of people who have lost their voice that are supposed to do shows for various stations, kind of like you and I do, where we're on several stations. And then you got to try to cover that, and then there's multiple people sick at the same time. It's uh, it's kind of a gong show this time of year, isn't it? It really is. Yeah. By the way, you mentioned a couple of different radio shows. Our After 9 friends are our friends, so I'm going to tell them a little bit about what goes on behind the scenes in radio. Last week, the radio ratings came out. It's kind of like when you're in school and you get your report card. And <laughs> for our amazing listeners in Waterloo Region that listen to us on 91.5 The Beat, some of the best ratings this station has ever had. Mm-hmm. It was just fabulous. So if you're one of our amazing 91.5 The Beat listeners, the OG for us, like where it started here for the Scott and Cat Show in Kitchener, thank you. Huge. Energy 95.3, we could do a little better. We could do a little bit we better. We could. If you want to listen on that and let people know. Well, here's the thing, too. I think we Tell should also rewind. It. You'll get a diary and you'll tell people... 
it's 2023, but here we still are with this bullshit way of figuring out how people listen to things. And it's a physical diary. Now, in some markets, it's not. By market, I mean area. Um, so in some places, it's different. But you have to actually like send something back to tell them what you listen to. I know. What fucking year is this? I can, We can mimic people. AI is everywhere, but we're still writing shit down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know who you fucking are, ratings people. Anyway... We, we're not at a fa- stage where we make it easy, the easiest for you. So I understand if you get it, your first thought might be like, yeah, this seems like a lot of work. If you could just write down Energy, Energy 95.3 all the way through, or 91.5 <laughs> The Beat all the way through. If you're listening in the Barrie area, you have Fresh 93.1, Fresh Radio in the London area, all the way through, and just mail that shit back. We would love that. Oh, well, Barrie's another one. Am I allowed to say that, by the way, or do you get in trouble for saying things like that? Am I allowed to say that? I mean, do they want you to tamper with the system? I'm no, not tampering. Not. I, I mean, I don't know anyone personally that has any. In fact, there's no out right now. Yeah, that's true. There's there's not. There's not out. Yeah, the, the way that they do it is, for those who don't know, people agree to participate in a survey, and then every 15 minutes, they have to indicate what they're listening to. Most of the time, people do it at the end of the two weeks or month and just write it all down and write down the same station. It's not particularly accurate, but... There's far better and more reliable ways to do it. We just haven't actually done it here in Canada. But it's the numbers that we have. And in case you're interested in the Scott and Cat Show, we're doing very, very well. Uh, Barry, you mentioned, great, great, great numbers. Really good. Uh, It's a little weird to do like a morning show style radio show at night. But we wanted to do something a little bit different. And there's a lot of people that say, hey, I work shifts and it'd be better for me if I could listen to you at night because I can't listen at 7 a.m. Yeah, exactly. So if that's the case, Fresh 93.1, Barry in Simcoe County. Now, to the other extreme, if you like Christmas music, you can also listen to the Scott and Cat show, but with Christmas music instead of Taylor Swift every five minutes. That you can hear on 103.1 Fresh Radio in London. Those numbers, we've only had one ratings period, and usually they say it takes like a full year or so to get her going mm-hmm. we're not at a year yet but that's going in the right direction too so all across southern ontario the audience is growing the podcast numbers are some of the best we've ever had so thank you is really all i can say i mean you listen every single day or as much as you can and we really appreciate that if you could get a few of your friends to do it too that'd be even sure, better fine but so far things are going well uh do you want to start off with groceries uh, sure yesterday metro announced that their chain is ready to sign on to this new grocery code of conduct that was developed in a back room in Ottawa. The CEO of Metro, though, says even though he's willing to sign, it's not going to work anyway because all the major players have to sign on to it. You'll recall last week, executives from Empire Co., Sobeys, Mm -hmm. and Walmart said... They don't want to sign on to it in its current form because they think that with that code of conduct, it'll actually raise prices on consumers. Or is that what they're saying? Well, so I don't know who's lying. Like, does Metro not want to sign on because it'll restrict how much they can make and they just want to make as much money as they can? Or uh, is Metro right? It will work if everybody goes along with it. I don't know, but... A separate report that was released yesterday says profit in the Canadian grocery sector. And remember what the story they've been telling us for two, three years now. There's no money in groceries. Profit margins are next to nothing. It's impossible to make a buck. And oh, we might have to close down all the grocery stores. They play poor all the time, right? Well, the Canadian grocery sector is expected to hit a record high. $6 billion this year. It's never been that high before. And it's up from last year, Hmm. which was already high. 
Who's lying and why can't yeah. we just know the truth? Oh, you I know mean, people are lying, though, for sure. There's no transparency here. But I don't think they want transparency. And when I say they, I mean the government. They called everybody in because the government is smart enough to know that there's really only a couple people that are less popular than they are. Grocery executives are right below them. So they called these grocery people in, and it looks like they were going to try and make a villain out of them, and they didn't need to do that because these grocery execs have done a great job making villains out of themselves. Hmm. People hear them talk, and they think they're full of shit. So these grocery chains that swear they're not making any money, and none of us believe them, why can't the powers that be that run these committees that try and force the grocery executives to bring the prices down, why can't they haul them in and just make it plain and simple for regular Canadians like us? Here's an orange. How much did you pay for the orange? Yeah. How much do you sell the orange for? Here is a shrimp ring prepackaged by this plant in Nova Scotia. How much did you pay for it? How much do you sell it for? Roughly how many do you sell a year? Why can't we get it right down to that granular level so that we can say, yeah, they're totally profiteering. And, and you know what? Back it up a little bit. Here's an orange. How much did you pay for that orange before the pandemic? How much did you pay for the orange after the pandemic? How much are you charging customers for? Yeah, and I'm, I'm curious to stack them up next to each other, too. Because, I mean, we've all seen it, right? You go in and you buy fucking Driscoll's raspberries, and they're fucking $5.99 here. But they're $2.99 over there. And why is that? Why is that? Like, you, I mean, there, someone's profiting, and it obviously looks like it's this store. But tell me how that makes any sense. How, tell me how that makes any sense at all for consumers to go with this but i mean that's how consumers think i mean to me i'll walk in and and i'll see now they're charging like 229 for a box of craft dinner that was a 79 cent box for as long as i could remember about a dollar you know you got 12 of them for 10 bucks i think everybody remembers that kd used to be really cheap now it's over two bucks a box and i'm wondering what the hell happened there it's still the same if not less dry pasta and a package of cheese powder how did that go up so much? So again, I'd like the CEOs of these grocery companies to tell us, how much do you pay for that box of KD and how much are you selling it for? Because I think that if they came out with that, they'd be grossly exposed as the, I think they're just liars and con artists at this point. Yeah. But I think that it would be a lot easier to prove if we did that. But nobody wants to actually ask for these receipts. But like, why don't we go backwards though and ask the companies? You mentioned KD. Why don't we ask Kraft? What do you sell these per box to See, Metro? What do you sell these per box to Loblaws? And Why I, can't we work backwards? Are they not allowed to leak that information? Pretty sure they're not allowed See, to. See, that's bullshit then. I like, know. Why is there brand, so much collusion here? As a brand. And this is why I like what Frito-Lay did. Because they, I mean, they put their foot down and said, it's costing us more money to make this shit. And then Loblaws, did we all remember what happened at the beginning of the year, wasn't it? Was it the beginning of this year? When you could only buy the PC chips? Yeah. Because they you, had a fight with Frito-Lay? Like, the whole aisle was yellow full of no-name shit. <laughs> But that's that's what happened was was Frito Lay said, listen, it's going to cost X amount of money more. And Loblaws thought, well, we're going to be the big guys here. Oh no, f no, because then we got to raise our prices. Well, first of all, did you have to? Because you were still making a profit. You had to raise it so you made just as much profit. You didn't lose money having them raise it. You just decided as a company to be like, no, because we need to make more. And if we sell them for X amount of money, but guess what they're doing now? They caved and they're selling it for that X amount of money. Because that was on them to make whatever profit they wanted off those products. But it was very transparent when Frito-Lay came forward and said it all, I think. If yeah. I'm not mistaken. Uh -huh. They were very honest. Like, here's the thing, guys. It's costing us more money to do this, and this is why. 
But the grocery store was all like, shh, well, I don't know. We don't believe it's right for our customers to pay $5.99 for a bag of chips. Uh, okay, that's fine. But it's costing them. Then why don't you raise it? Not that much. Why do you have to raise it 20% or whatever it was, right? Mm-hmm. So anyway, they kind of got caught in that way, too. And I'm wondering, I would love for the other companies to come forward. I want Dare to come forward and say, hey, this is how much we're, we're charging for a box of Bear Paws. This is what they're selling it for. Another one that fluctuates by store, by the way. It's insane. It is. And I guess to put a bow on what I'm saying here, I think that... They hold these hearings in Ottawa really not to find a solution. They hold these hearings to sort of villainize the grocery chains. The grocery chains don't need any help in that area because they're already looking terrible. And the fact that they're so secretive that they won't tell us the basic information. How can we talk about the price of everything if you don't tell us how much you pay for it? It's insane. Yeah. And and they're all just playing games with each other. And we're the victims. It's very, very discouraging, but I don't think anything meaningful is going to happen to bring prices back to where they were until we start seeing the receipts on how much this shit actually cost them. Mm -hmm. It's very frustrating. Uh, This is something that I did not have on my radar for 2023, but it makes a lot of sense. The government came out yesterday and they announced they're going to cut in half the amount of time it takes to build a school. Oh, so part of the problem here is we've got the the gates wide open and we're letting in a half a million new Canadians. That's just the immigrants. That doesn't even include the refugees every single year. So that's why we're scrambling to build all kinds of houses, because it never occurred to anybody that maybe we should just let in enough that we have houses for now. They can build more houses. And as we build more houses, then we can let in more people. They don't seem to understand that, even though every other regular person does. So in this case. We've also got to take into account what else needs to come with all those houses. We've got to build more roads. We've got to build more, I don't know, Tim Hortons, more McDonald's, more Service Ontario's, more all of it, including schools. Right now, I didn't know this until yesterday, it takes between four and seven years to build a school. Who's building this? The people that are doing the Eglinton Crosstown LRT? Seven years? Is this a physical build or does that include the plan for the school? Start to finish. From the time they say, we're going to build a new school on that corner. Okay. It can be up to seven years before that school is built. So they're going to put schools through the exact same process they're putting houses through now. They're going to streamline the process by doing a couple of things. Number one. Projects that are shovel ready, meaning we can start tomorrow. Those ones are going to get prioritized. So if you live in an area that is pretty organized and they've got good contractors ready to go, chances are your kids could be in a new school or whatever within Mm -hmm. a year or two. Great. But not all of them are shovel ready. So we go to this. They're going to standardize the designs. In other words, We're not going to have some schools that look like the Taj Mahal, others that look like they were on an episode of Trailer Park Boys. All the schools are going to look basically the same, like Walmart, like Superstore, like Canadian Tire. all boards? All across Ontario. Across Ontario. So the way it'll it'll work is there's like maybe three different designs that you can pick depending on the size of land you've got available and where the road is and Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. You can pick from one of three different school designs. If you want something elaborate or expansive, then you've got to go through the regular process, which can take a long time. But if you just want to open up a new school and build capacity so we have enough... Easy peasy. I, like I want. That. I want option D. Great. You're approved. So Go weird. build. It's so weird because I've never even thought about it before. I've never even thought about the fact that every school is so different. And some of them make sense and some of them don't, right? Like there's those schools that are just like 
and long and narrow, and it's just like one big ass hall with a bunch of classrooms in it. Then there's ones that are like box shaped. Then there's ones that are like triangles. And I understand it all has to do with the amount of land that there is available. But to just have them done in that fashion so that basically these people who are building them go from one and then, oh, that exact same thing. We're doing it, but we're doing it over here on Main Street. And then we're doing it over here on Side Avenue. And you do the exact same fucking thing every time. It does speed up the process, right? Because by then you're used to it. Absolutely. You're used to it. You know what you're it. doing. The plan's there. You just did one. Let's do another one. Exactly. We could be cranking out schools like as crazy. long as the, Can we just make sure the designs are all actually good and not flawed first? I uh, assume that they're going to go through that process to make sure. Because could you imagine? They're like, whoops, we missed this. We just built 11 schools we, and no gyms. <laughs> Fuck. There's no parking for the teachers that work there. But otherwise, we're good to go. <laughs> but that is the kind of dumb yes. shit that we do. I kind of worry about it, to be honest with you. And it probably will happen. Just how many are going to get built before we realize, oh, yeah. fuck, we didn't put outlets in this place. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh, what do you mean there's no water here? What? <laughs> no offices. All right, well, we're working in the hallways then. Hey, listen, we don't need to have a million different designs of schools. Maybe you feel like no. in your community, oh, we want to be unique. Get over it. It's elementary you know school. It's high school. Worry about it in exactly. university. Exactly. And, and then that's the thing is that it does tend to be a focus. There's always those schools when you grew up. And it doesn't matter what city you come from, right? You always know those schools. They're like, ew, that one's the fucking gross, ugly school that's old. Or that was the cool school that was built in a old castle or something like that, right? So this way, it's at least a little even across the board, no matter what background you come from. You know what I mean? A man from Pickering has been charged in an interesting crime, a series of incidents involving lottery scratch tickets. Police say they began investigating back in October after people across the GTA started reporting their scratch tickets had already been scratched. They say tickets at multiple locations had been tampered with and placed back in the display Mm. without the staff knowing. The suspect was charged last week with four counts each of fraud under $5,000 and theft under $5,000. He's due in court in February. Okay, so I'm trying to picture how this went down. So this is someone who didn't work there. Right. Just a customer. Yep. So I'm wondering if, because you're supposed to lock those. You know those slidey majiggies that they have the scratch tickets in? Yeah. You're supposed to lock that. Those I lock? believe they do lock, yeah. Like the clear countertop the, and yeah, the tray the slides out little, from under with it. With the blue rim there, they actually have a key. They lock up. Really? Yeah, and I think like there's a lot of places that do it right. Like I know like Shoppers Drug Mart and stuff. The manager will have the key for it and stuff. But I'm sure there's places that don't do that because they sell so many lottery tickets. They just leave it open. And if you're over there doing inventory on your Kansas soup <laughs> weird shit at the back, which are like four dollars at the gas station now, <laughs> then I could see someone being able to slide that out. Use a little scratcher and just scratch the barcode if they had enough time. But do you have enough time for that? Is that how he did it? I don't know. Maybe when somebody's in the bathroom. Yeah. This is a great place. I stop and get gas on my way to work a couple of times a week. There's a a number of gas stations on Highway 6 just north of the 401. Oh, there's great prices along that uh, stretch. Cat in the middle of the night. It is so fucking cheap. Like if gas is, what's today? Today it's $1.42. If I'd stopped overnight this morning, it probably would have been about a dollar thirty. Yeah, it's a big difference. Huge difference. Yeah. But oftentimes when I go in there, either the guy's asleep with his AirPods in, <laughs> or he's in the back, or in the bathroom, or maybe he's mopping because there's also a Burger King there for some reason. It's kind of weird. But anyway, yeah, maybe people are just going in, yeah. ripping them off, and then putting them back. Or somebody's in on it with them. Oh, inside dealio jobby, eh? Possibility. Huh. Maybe. I really want to know details, though, so stay on this if you don't mind. Yeah, I'm curious, too. Hey, if somebody figures out how to fuck the lottery, 
I'm kind of curious. <laughs> not that I'm going to do <laughs> we it. We do but not I just, want to go to jail. No, <laughs> it's but just to make it perfectly clear. I'm a little bit interested. But it might. But you know what? Convenience store owners and, and and stuff like that. Maybe you own a place and you're listening right now and you think, well, I sell lottery at my place. You might want to know about this, so make sure you protect yourself. Hasbro has announced it's cutting another 20% of its workforce. The company behind Monopoly and Play-Doh and My Little Pony and so many other toys over the years says roughly 1,100 more jobs are being cut because of another slow holiday shopping season. This is on top of the 800 jobs that they cut earlier this year as part of their plan to save $300 million by 2025. Yikes. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. When Hasbro... Yeah. Is letting go 1,100 people. At Christmas. At Christmas, there's a big, big, big problem with our economy. When people aren't buying toys for kids at Christmas, that's bad. I want to know what's going on with Mattel, though. Because I wonder if some people just, because sometimes a hot toy makes all the difference. It could save your ass, save your company's ass. Barbie was big. Mattel was big. Right? Mattel's mm-hmm. got, what, Hot Wheels, too, and shit like that? Uh, they've I all got know. some big properties. Sure, they do. But I just mean, it does make it, I'm sure, also make a difference. But still, nonetheless, nobody should be laid off at a toy company in December. It doesn't make any sense. Especially one of the biggest ones in the world. Yes. It's, yeah. See what I mean? It's not like, good. Things are really bad, and you don't hear anything about it. You just hear just, yeah. uh, stories like that. Oh, Mattel's laying off another 1,100 people. Like, stuff like that should be a red flag to all of us. Like, wait a second. The economy isn't functioning the way it should when a toy company lays off 1,100 people at Christmas. Yeah. So bad. Uh, Okay. Here's the question I'm going to ask you. We've all had players come through Toronto that we fucking hate. They get booed every Mm -hmm. time they go up to bat or every time they take a free throw, every time that they touch the puck. We just hate certain people. And generally, it's people who have been here and left us, especially if they left on bad terms. Mm -hmm. How long is an appropriate amount of time to boo that person? Because I was watching those people in Long Island last night. John Tavares hasn't played for the Islanders in five years. Were people booing him? Every time he touched the puck. And I'm like, okay, like maybe the first game against them in New York, I could see it. You're angry. You're captain. You're draft pick. You're original. You're OG. He wanted to leave and go to greener pastures. That pisses fans off. I get it. But it's been five years, and you guys still aren't over it? Like, what is going on? Yeah, you have to get over it, man. I mean, every every team. You have to see. I, I say you have a one-season pass. That's it. Yeah. Go ahead. You know, you want to get mad at anyone for leaving, whoever. It doesn't matter. Basketball, hockey, it doesn't matter. One season. I say that that's enough time. You get it all out of your – even if they only play your team one game, everyone in that arena speaks for you, and everyone at that ballpark speaks for you. And that's it. You just get the one game sometimes. That's all you get. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then leave it alone. So you're saying, by your math. Move on. All this year, it would be totally fine for Toronto fans to boo Shohei Otani. One time. One time. So the first you time he comes, go ahead and rip into him. Then leave him alone. And then get over it. It's like a relationship, right? Sorry things didn't work out. It sucks. You're bitter. You're brokenhearted. You feel a little let down. You're taking it personally, even though you shouldn't, because you had nothing to fucking do with it. So don't act like you did. There was a bunch of false rumors that got your hopes up. You got to let it go. Move on with your life. Mm -hmm. So you get the one time, then move on. 
more than one time and you're a little too consumed by the sport that you like. Maybe we need to start talking about other things for you to do and focus on. That's okay? correct. We'll get you a model car for Christmas. Or ah. <laughs> one by Hasbro, please. Yes, please. <laughs> Uh, let's go to this. It is Google out with their top searches of 2023. Now, you asked me on the radio show today, is this their top trends? The answer is no. This is just their straight up top searches. Okay, because I know they dropped a trends list, which is a little different than the search, I think. It is, yes. But they did list the top trends of the year. Uh, the Roman Empire trend was number one. Mm-hmm. I still don't understand why that was a thing this year. Why randomly would the Roman Empire who, come he, up this year? Who started it? I don't know. But it, yeah, it was a very popular thing on TikTok. It was tick. A lot of this has to do with TikToks. But it, apparently when you ask men, and I guess you're not one of them, but if you ask men how often they think about the Roman Empire, guys admit that they think about it multiple times a day sometimes. And I mean like gladiator and shit like that, like that time frame. Who does that? I, I don't know a single guy that's wasted even a second thinking about the I, Roman I, Empire. I don't know if all the TikTok videos are true. I've never even asked my husband. I, I see, I've seen the videos and I don't even care to ask him. But apparently... That, that was one of the things that was trending. So people Googling what it was doesn't surprise me. Because there's some people who probably have no fucking idea what it is. This is probably a trap of some sort. There's another one going around right now where apparently women are supposed to go up to their guy and say, name a hot girl. And if he doesn't name his girl, then he's a piece of shit I've or something. I've seen that. I've seen that. It's one of the yeah. dumbest. If any one person yeah. ends a relationship because of that test, you are fucked. Yeah. Get what? <laughs> you got to be kidding me. You don't know the context of it. If, if my girlfriend just walked up to me randomly and said, name a hot girl. I'm instantly thinking, oh, it's like when we watch Jeopardy at night. OK, uh, <laughs> Sophia Vargara. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out the secret answer How that I was supposed you? to give is you. Yes. Well, I know. I don't know where that started either. Where do these things start? Like who starts them? The moon phase trend was number two. And what is that? I don't know what the moon phase so yeah, is. Yeah, I'd have to Google it, hence why the trends, why it's trending. Okay, but you know what, though? I mean, you and I can talk moon about phase. most topics like we know what we're talking about. This sort of shit, we don't get it. However, if you bring in, like, Octavia, our producer, who's in her early 20s, she knows all of these trends like we know music. Oh, it's crazy how okay. easy it is for young people to follow along. It's really as simple as moon, moon phases. Like, where are we at here? Are we in uh, is Mercury and retrograde? Where's the phases of the moon? Shit like that. That's uh, all. And, and every day is different. Is that people looking for excuses to blame their bad mood on something? Yes. Ah, uh, okay. Yes. Sorry I was a bitch. The moon is in retrograde. <laughs> it, it hit Mercury <laughs> yesterday. AI yearbook, that trend was the third most searched yeah, for. Yeah, we've seen it. You saw it. Yep. Yep, people posted it. Instagram notes number trend, I don't know what that is, and the fruit roll-ups trend as well. Somebody tried to explain that to me by text this morning. The fruit roll-ups trend, is that where you try and unroll a fruit roll-up using just your tongue? I think so. Yeah, I, I got the sense that it was like, yes, a weird challenge that, I, I mean, I, I don't know why people would do in front of a lot of strangers on social media but yeah we have never had this many entertainment options in the past look at you us have go. literally millions of things that you could watch right now it was like the simple one for kids like this one oh it is okay so this is like actually that one's a kid safe one it's just you line up all your friends in a row here and uh-huh. then and then you see who can finish the fruit roll up the fastest by not using their hands it's uh, dumb Okay. There might be a dirty version of that, too. There might be a dirty I version, too, guys. Is, this yeah. is the kid-friendly one I'm looking at, obviously. I didn't want to Google anything dirty on these computers because I always get in trouble. Yeah. 
They're a little fucking nosy in Toronto there at head office, aren't they? I know. Don't you guys have better things to do? Why are you Googling OnlyFans? Because we talked about it on the podcast. It had nothing to do with what I, what I was actually Googling. I was doing it for the people. I was trying to figure out what time I'm going to start my shift. <laughs> okay, let's get to the rest of the searches from Google this year. The war in Israel and Gaza was number one. Number two, I completely forgot about this. That Titanic submersible that blew up or imploded. We talked about it for like a month and a half straight, and I forgot about it too. Yeah. What the hell? What? That was this year. Are they still operating? No. I mean, I think they're still in business. Yeah. But uh, there's a lot of lawsuits. They're not going down there. I don't think so. Somebody must have pulled their permit. I mean, you can't crash into five different cars and then just go and drive around again. They're going to suspend your license. I hope Or something. Or something. Something must be done. Most searched for people. Number one most searched for person of the year, Damar Hamlin, Buffalo Bills, the one who technically died yes. on the field and yeah. the paramedics brought him back. I also forgot about that. That was a while ago, too. Yeah. You know, Early a, in the year. People were so into that story and people were sad and upset. Yeah. And also, I mean, it was all consuming for a while there. He came back and he's not even playing. He's back, and he could play. It's just he's not on the, the, the go-to yeah. roster. He doesn't even play that much. Hmm. Jeremy Renner is number two. He ran himself over with a snow yes, cat, right? Yes, and that was Christmas time last year, so it makes sense he was top trending in January. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that was the one we were talking about a lot because we weren't sure if he was going to make it. Travis Kelsey, number yeah, three. Okay, yeah. Tucker Carlson is number four. Okay. Lil Tay is number five. Right. yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that the one that uh, they suspected went missing or something like that? Yeah, there was like people thought that her parents might have had something with her disappearance, but then she what she didn't actually disappear, and there were rumors she was dead. And but who is Lil Tay, and why is she famous? She's not really. Is it like, a girl? I, yes, she's a rapper. She's like actually Canadian, if I'm not mistaken, guys. I think she's Canadian. But really? anyway, yeah, like from Vancouver. I well, think we should invite her on. Am I am I mistaken? She's from Vancouver. I think anyway. Yes, it was a whole thing, and then people were like, "Where's Lil Tay?" That's why people were googling it, trying to figure out where to find this person. The rest of the people were just googling to find out who she was. Got it. Me, myself included. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. The most searched for deaths of the year. I forgot almost all of these were this year. Number one is Matthew Perry. Okay. Yep. Not surprising. The rest of them, though, I forgot it was this year. Tina Turner mm-hmm. died this year. Mm-hmm. Jerry Springer. Yes. Jimmy Buffett. Okay. Sinead O'Connor. Yeah. Those were the top five most searched deaths. Okay. Actors. Jeremy Renner was number one, mm. followed by Jamie Foxx, the two people that almost died this year. Yeah. Danny Masterson was number three. Yeah, rotten jail. Matt Reif. Oh, Matt Reif, yeah. Who is that? Oh, my gosh. You know who Matt Reif is? Comedian? Is he a comedian? Tic- yeah, huge on TikTok. Oh, okay. He's also very controversial because as more recently, his Netflix, if you want to see him, you could check out his Netflix special. He's a crowd worker comedian, though, and that's what made him so popular on TikTok. They, he started to post, he actually hates TikTok, but he started to post stuff on there and then he got very popular. People were sharing shit. A little controversial and he's like one of the few comedians as a some white guy that could talk about black people and black people love him and white people love him and Asians love him. And he's just was well loved for a long time, but there was a little bit of controversy with his 
his latest stand-up on Netflix, one of the first jokes was a domestic violence joke. Oh. So some people didn't like that too much. Others just said, he's a comedian, get over it. So he's not officially canceled, but there were some people trying to get him canceled. But I'm not surprised because his videos have have multi-millions of views on TikTok. He's, I think he's funny. I'm going to say Matt Rafe is funny. Okay. Pedro Pascal yep. is number five. When it goes to athletes, the most searched for athlete, Damar Hamlin. Travis Kelsey, number two. Mm-hmm. All five of the top, well, it's a top five. That was a stupid thing to say. <laughs> All five of them are football players. Uh. Brock Purdy is number three. Lamar Jackson is number four. Jalen Hurts is number five. Most searched for songs on Google this year. This is kind of telling because we saw the year-end list from Billboard and, and yada, yada, yada. And Taylor Swift, Miley Cyrus, like they basically dominated this year. But the most searched for song of the year on Google was Jason Aldean. Try that in a small town. I think that's people looking up lyrics and music video too, right? Because yeah. you think like Taylor Swift fans, Swifties, they know the music. No one's going to Google it. If you're a Taylor Swift fan, you know it. You got the album, you got it on Spotify or whatever you got. So you're not Googling it. But when you hear that there's a controversial song, you're Googling for the lyrics, you're Googling for the music video. So it doesn't surprise me. Rich men north of Richmond, Oliver Anthony, is number two. Never I have heard no of that idea what that is. Okay. Glad. Uh, unholy Sam Smith and Kim Petras. Uh, yeah, another one. People are looking up the lyrics, maybe the music video, maybe the live appearances that the, that uh, both Sam Smith and Kim Petras did early in the year. Okay. This one is going to take a little effort here. Ella Baila Sola by Eslabon Armando and Peso Pluma. Ella Baila Sola. We played a little bit of this. It's... It sounds it's like fun. traditional Latin music, mariachi like, Mexican yes, music. Yes, it's very yes. It reminded me of like a dinner party on vacation. Dinner party on vacation. That's an interesting way to put it. You mean like sitting? Uh, hey, we're not going to do the buffet tonight. We'll sit at a private table on yeah, the beach. Yeah, and then we get a band that's playing for us. But it's like, but it's good. So it made me happy. I liked it. Almost like a mariachi band kind of deal? Kind of, but no, not, not as irritating. Like mariachi bands kind of get irritated. Well, it's true. Like, I don't, it's not for me. This is a little bit different. It had like a kind of a sexy Latin vibe to it. I'll play a little bit of it. But, but upbeat. Because we mentioned it this morning and people started texting in. Hey, can you tell us about that song? Can, can you tell me what the name of that was? Blah, blah, blah. El ba- Ella Baila Sola, Eslabon Armando, and Peso Pluma. Holy shit, she's hot. This is a good... <laughs> See, and maybe people were also Googling for the music video. Fuck, Spanish music, man. You're going to get... That's the rabbit hole you don't want to go down because it's Honestly. all good-looking women. Oh, fuck. Can I just say, though, like, in general, I feel like in... in uh, I'm going to say it. Here in North America... We live in such a fucking bubble that drives me crazy when it comes to other cultures, but especially, specifically, for some reason, Latin is such good music. And for some reason, it's like, I don't know if we're not welcoming it in enough or if they're not doing, uh, you know, a strong enough job to push it in. We know of these artists that are huge. I mean, Bad Bunny being a good example because he's one of the biggest artists of the year, but you don't hear his music being played as much in North America. Hardly any of those big Latin superstars. Yeah. You're right. Why the fuck isn't Bad Bunny played on the radio? I J- don't get it. And J- Balvin, you know, here and there you hear him sprinkled in, but by God, he's got a lot of good music. And I feel like just in general, is it because there's a different language? Who gives a shit? We live in one of the most diverse places on earth. And it's beautiful. And also what I realized too, when I was in Dominican Republic recently, 
not knowing Spanish is my big, I wish I learned Spanish early on because I feel like, again, it's one of those bubble things where it's like, ah, you don't need to know in, in Canada, so who gives a shit? Man, when I travel, I wish I learned, I wish I knew Spanish and also so I could know what they're saying in that song. Yeah. That's another reason why. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd love be, to know. They could be sending or saying, send guns and money. We would never know. <laughs> Maybe that's why we don't know. play it on the radio. We would never know. <laughs> um, uh, are you interested in learning? A hundred percent. Babel works. So, okay, when you, what, what do you mean by that? I'm learning. You're learning Italian. Yes. So how is it going? Can you, can you, can you? I'm not there yet. If you repeat something. But it's something, working. So I, what do you, when you say it works, explain that to me. Help me out. Okay. So part of the, the reason that I failed so miserably in, in regular French class that all Canadian students have to take is because it got weird the way they were teaching it and, and everything mm-hmm. was fine up until grade nine. And then they started getting you to like conjugate verbs and all sorts of shit. And none of that made sense in my head. Yep. What Babel is actually teaching me to do is to make it sound conversational. I could repeat whatever you tell me to repeat, whether it's English, French, Spanish, German, whatever. I'll repeat what you say. But I'm not going to have the same inflection or anything like that. This sort of helps you to understand the language and how one word transitions to another word. And because you hear actual, I sound like the goddamn commercial, because you hear actual native speakers Tell saying us more. it. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm not getting paid yeah, for this. Yeah, it worked. It, it, it's it working. working. I, I see it and, and I'm actually open to it and I look forward to the next lesson. So it's not. Uh, Is it by, ch- explain to me these lessons or how long are they? Uh, like 15 minutes, 20 minutes. And you just, you, when you have time, you have like an app or whatever, yeah. and you just hit play and you listen and you say things out loud. And yeah, it's interactive. I, I do it in the car. Okay. It's, it's not hard to do, but you actually pick it up. And I find myself repeating these things to myself even when I'm not listening to it because I want to practice. The more you do it, the easier it gets, just like anything else. And as you get more and more comfortable saying these words, saying these phrases, getting to understand the language so you have the right inflection, that sort of thing. I can see myself being, um, I'm still not going to know shit for this Christmas at the in-laws, but next Christmas, I got them. I think you got to do it secretly, though. Do they already know? They don't know. <gasps> Perfect. Never tell them. Girlfriend knows. Don't? I just got to rely on her. Oh, that's fine. So, so she, if she can, if she cannot say anything, I think you should su- surprise the shit of them. And like you said, practice. Use 2024 as like, set a goal for yourself. And then next Christmas, you just surprise the hell out of them with all of a sudden you're like, rigatoni, amaratoni, and all the Italian things. That is what it sounds like. We just lost all the Italian listeners. But you know what I mean? And then just like wow the shit out of them. I think that would be a fun, wouldn't that be a fun surprise if someone who didn't speak your native tongue that you know well, that's a part of your family, suddenly started speaking it out of nowhere? I think that's fun. Well, the best part is I'm really setting myself up for success here. Apparently, I picked the right one to learn. As someone who doesn't speak any other languages, I can understand French, but I can't speak French. Mm -hmm. I am learning Italian. Apparently, once you've mastered Italian, things like Spanish, Portuguese, uh, even Greek, they come to you very naturally after you've learned one because there's differences, obviously. But they're not massive differences. Mm-hmm. It's not like the difference between English and Italian. There's yeah. enough commonality there that you can eventually pick up more. So I'm going to learn. I'm working on it. I think you just encouraged me to, to do it. I'm going to wait for the Boxing Day deals on Babbel there. Oh, yeah. And I might pick up the Spanish class. Do You could just do it by classes, right? Just like I could tell you, hey, Spanish only. And it's expensive. Um, you pick a language and you want to learn it. It's not like you can learn a little Greek today, a little Spanish yeah, tomorrow, yeah. Oh, a little just, German the hey, next day. I don't have time. I just, I was one at a time. Yep. So I'm fine with that. Uh-huh. I just, um, Spanish, boom. 
And then what, you have a subscription? Like, how does that work? It's an annual subscription. Okay. And the way I've got it, because they're so great, never go to Babbel and sign up the first time. Go to Babbel, create an account, and leave. They will yes. offer you, like, fucking shares in the company to create an account. It's <laughs> yes. crazy. I love so it. now I've got them to 70% off locked-in price for life. I still have to pay for every life. year. 70% off the, the regular price for life every year. Did you reply back to them and say, I hope it doesn't take me fucking my lifetime to learn this one language? See. Si. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, we're still doing the Google list. Fuck. Sorry, we got sidebarred there. Yeah, we did. Okay. Most searched for musician of the year. Jason Aldean, number one. Okay, again, controversy. It does it, right? They tried to cancel him. He did not get canceled, and he came out even brighter on the other side. Ice Spice was number two. Ice Spice was just in Toronto last night with mm-hmm. Doja Cat. It's mm-hmm. great. Oliver Anthony, I don't know who that is. Is this a rock singer Oliver or a country Anthony? singer? Oh, wait. Is it Anthony Oliver? Who's the cook? There's an Oliver that's a cook. Some, I know what you Oliver? mean. That's not him, though. Well, there's Jamie Oliver. That's who I was thinking of, so that's not it. No, this is his cousin, <laughs> Oliver. Oliver Anthony. Do all Olivers know each other? I'm not sure. Uh, the fourth most Googled artist of the year was Peso Pluma. Refer back to the previous song that we played. And Joe Jonas was number five. Is that the separation stuff? Why people started looking for Joe Jonas and, when him and his wife were splitting? Yeah, and all the controversy. There's Again, it's controversy that gets you. Mm. And the shit that he played. Oh, yeah, we're on to you, Joe. Little Mo- scummy. Most searched for TV shows of the year. The Last of Us was number one. And when are we getting another season of that? You know, yeah. I hate this shit. I hate, I hate it. Twenty twenty five is the answer, by the way. G- what? You got to wait another year, dude. I told you, if you have Crave, just cancel it. Here's why. <laughs> Sorry, Crave, but Euphoria, um, The Last of Us, and just like that, three shows I watch on Crave. All not until 2025. So I'm shutting her down for a year. Yeah, take a year off. I'm going to do something else. I'm going to learn Spanish instead of watching you Crave. Why don't you fucking better yourself? Why don't you do I'm that? Gonna. <laughs> I'm going to. I'm not kidding you. TV shows. Last of Us, Ginny and Georgia. I've never heard of Great that Great show. Is oh, it? it's such a good show. Yeah. Queen Charlotte, a Bridgerton story. Mm. Daisy Jones and the Six. No and idea. Wednesday. Yeah, okay. All right. Most searched for recipe of the year. The Grimace Shake, the McDonald's milkshake. Was that, oh, was that back in like the spring when they brought back the, did they bring it back? I don't think they brought or it back it here. A, I think it was oh, just in the States. Okay, okay, okay. But Grimace Shake, people wanted to make yeah, their own. Yeah. Hey, you know what? It had never occurred to me until somebody sent me a recipe for a shamrock shake. You can totally make these things at home. Yeah. You don't need to go to McDonald's for any of this shit. You can make a shamrock shake, a Grimace Shake. You can make whatever you want at home. The machines never work anyway, so don't bother. Lasagna soup was number two. Mm-hmm. Is that just pasta and meat in a bowl? With yeah. Some- it's like the cheeseburger soup thing, but, stock. but lasagna style. You know what I mean? Chicken cobbler. I don't know what that is, but I don't know if I like that. Was it like a pot pie or something? Guess. Yeah, I guess. Black cake and pumptini. Okay. You basic twats. Pumpkin <laughs> martini. <laughs> um, yes, they are. Uh, <laughs> uh, I never use that word, but when I do, I mean it. <laughs> so funny. I just used that word the other day. And I can't remember who I was talking about. Mm, that could be a fun game. <laughs> Guess who Scott was talking about when he said twat, and you, you can win. Oh, good. Uh, finally, the uh, last category is the most, or the how often category. 
How often do you think about the Roman Empire? Mm-hmm. Was the number one how often question. Yeah. How often is the World Baseball Classic? Is that annually? I don't know if I need to know that. I guess that's why we Google it. Is playing? I, guess. I, I don't know. I guess that's why we Google it. We don't know. How often is a blue moon? We had two of those this year. So yeah. that makes sense. Okay. How often is the World Cup? How often do trains derail? Well, that's a good question this year because no. usually they don't derail this often. Was that... Was that right at the beginning of the year? And whatever happened with that? Why were there so many derailments? Yeah. Did we ever, like, fully investigate that situation? Well, funny, there weren't that many derailments of, like, passenger trains or anything like that. There were a lot of derailments of trains carrying very harsh chemicals. And that's a weird one for me. I feel like we need an update on that. I'd like a little update myself. But we are over time, so we got to go, everybody. Have yourselves a fantastic Tuesday. We'll be back tomorrow with another After 9. And until then, you do whatever it is you do when you're not listening to this. Yeah, do those things. Bye. The department store Macy's is considering a buyout for $5.8 billion. Wow, $5.8 billion for the store people walk through to get into the real mall. <laughs> the richest contract in the history of sports, Shohei Otani, the reigning baseball MVP. He hits and he pitches. People are jumping. Trying to deal with the Dodgers. For $70 million a year, Dodgers will pay him $700 million over the next 10 years. Hot dogs from now on will be priced at $500 a piece. And finally, the rock bands Def Leppard and Journey last week announced they're going on tour together. And you have not seen those bands until you've seen them on the iPad of the guy in front of you. (laughs) 